Summer is finally mercifully here, Manitoba. If you want to promote your band or your team or your business with some fresh gear this season, check out our friends at Divine Shirt Company. Supporting local business is more important than ever in these tough times. So get a made in Manitoba solution to your screen printing, embroidery, heat press vinyl, and graphic design needs over at divineshirtcompany.ca or on Instagram at Divine Shirts. And tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Okay, welcome to Witch Police Radio. Uh, one of the things that, that happens every year in Winnipeg, or usually when there's not a pandemic, is the uh, the Winnipeg Fringe Festival. And as a music show, I've kind of, I feel like I've ignored that festival for a while. Um, just because, I mean, it seems like theater and music don't really have a connection, but they obviously do. And I've even seen music-related shows at the Fringe over the years. And so um, the guest on this episode is someone who is performing at the Fringe this year and uh, is also a musician and a radio host. And I think that the best way to kind of kick this off is if you just want to introduce introduce yourself and give a bit of background about what it is that you do. Uh, Yeah, I'm uh, Tannis Kelm, and um, I uh, perform as horse, uh, and uh, I DJ as liar. Uh, I have a radio show on CKW, 95.9 FM in Winnipeg, um, and that's called Listening Pleasures. And... um, yeah, I wrote a play. I, I wrote the songs a long time ago, and uh, it just uh, weird things kept on happening that uh, I just uh, I couldn't ignore anymore. Uh, so I took the songs, some of the songs that I'd wrote about that were involved with those weird happenings and uh, fit them in a play. Cool. So, yeah, I'm more comfortable as a singer than an actress. But um, the song sort of ground me. So. Okay. So, yeah, it's easier to write around songs. Well, that, that makes sense, I guess, right? Because you have the, the basis <laughs> Good soundtrack, for what you're doing. Right? Yeah. yeah. Do you, um, um, have you written a play before? Like, uh, this seems like a, a difficult thing to get into if you're going from music and music alone to then suddenly jumping into uh, theater. Like you said, the songs kind of um, provide the basis for that, but I imagine it's a totally different set of tools you have to use to create something for theater versus something for just performing songs on stage. Yeah, I had a wonderful drama teacher in uh, high school, and uh, we did a production that, uh, of course, was already written for us in uh, the last year. Uh, we wrote our own. So we sort of had that basis of how a structure goes and we sort of broke that apart and we wrote it for uh, PTE, like just because we'd been to their festival before. So, uh, and I wrote a song for that. So that sort of like gave me a little bit of confidence uh, and that was specifically for that play. So um, yeah, like uh, I think Music and, and theater and, uh, well, musical theater. It's not a musical. <laughs> it's just songs inside. I'd say it's a soundtrack more uh, than 
um, a musical. But uh, yeah, I think music is vital to everything. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, I agree with that for sure. Do you, um, had you already been writing these songs like with with this kind of overarching themes before you even thought of getting involved in the fringe or was this something that was specifically written for this yeah they uh were all written before and i had no idea i was going to do this i sort of wanted to do a play that explained some of my songs um but like i said like uh like i felt I had to do this because I'd probably like vaporize or like get struck by lightning if I didn't because of just the things that occur around uh, the entire play. It's sort of an oddball humor, sort of weird coincidence kind of thing. And uh, everything fell into place. So that's, yeah, it helped that there were songs because sure. yeah, I don't know if I could do a whole hour of just a one-woman show without that aspect to it. So the play has an interesting name, and I think maybe that's a, a good way to get into kind of what it is about. What are these coincidences? What is some of this topical subject matter you, you're going to be addressing in the play? Uh, yeah, it's called List of People I've Killed, A Love Story. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, it's not... We, yeah, like, I get into some dramedy stuff uh so it's uh, it's basically um this could or could not have happened uh any other way i don't know i don't know um it's uh yeah i it's hard to explain without like actually like i've tried to explain just this to people and uh the best way to do it is uh by the play um people speak with me uh from beyond the grave okay. uh, i have a couple of examples of that um weird uh weird things happen after certain things in my life happen and um also i've written the songs before and then something happens so it all sort of ties together and um uh, Stephen Hawking is at the end. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. As one of the people <laughs> talking from beyond the grave. Yeah. Like uh, I've killed um, <laughs> <laughs> Alan Rickman, uh, Peter Fonda, um, Gordowney, Lenny okay. Kilmister. Like uh, it's, it's a wide range of music and actors and people that you really, really love. Yeah. <laughs> and uh i just felt that uh yeah i could do that comically but also um wrap it all up and in a serious manner as okay. well um yeah because uh yeah i don't know like yeah um <laughs> it's weird to talk about <laughs> um but yeah okay. Um, okay. Well, it sounds like something that needs to be seen to be okay, fully sorry. understood, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, there's like a whole bunch going on that uh, um, is um, associated with the play. And um, I want to get into that. I, I'm going to warn people that there are triggers and that you might not, you know, uh, come out of it the same way as you went light and uh make you think about it anyways 
and this is happening at the planetarium, right? It's the planetarium auditorium. Uh, I have like eight dates and uh, yeah, it's uh, going to be a good time. Well, it's, a cool, it's a cool venue. I mean, I know that there's so many different venues for the fringe every year, but the planet, did you choose the planetarium or did they just hand it to you? No. <laughs> um, years to actually get this going um, because it was ready and then I was starting to do everything and then the pandemic hit and then all the venues shut down so it's uh yeah it's a little bit of uh a long wait and it's changed multiple times um yeah I wrote and rewrote my main monologue like about well for two years now well wow. so yeah uh it's very different from when it started but uh I guess it gave me time the planetarium auditorium is large yeah, <laughs> and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. they assure me that uh, my voice will be uh, projected properly. So uh, okay. that was, I, I was really worried about hopefully people come to, um, yeah, the show as well. <laughs> That's another thing you worry about. Of, of course. Yeah. With a, with a big venue like that too, right. You want to, you want to make sure you get a, a decent sized audience. Yeah, hopefully. Um, yeah, it's uh, weird to flyer and handbill and all of those things. Like I've, I've definitely had posters up before to uh, announce shows, but uh, this is a whole different animal. Social media and everything. Yeah, uh, yeah, just uh, there with um, yeah. Well, and you're competing with every other fringe show too, right? There's, there's, there's so many fringe shows every year. And I mean, you go yeah. downtown to the exchange and there's posters on literally every surface you can find. So uh, how do you, I mean, <laughs> how, how do you kind of navigate that and make your show stand out among just the barrage of fringe content? Like, do you have uh, a way to kind of uh, get yours heard? Is the music uh, part of it? Maybe the, the, uh, the key for some people to, that might want to check out the, the songs in addition to the, the uh, theater aspect? Well, I'm hoping that the songs help with uh, other aspects because I'm a singer first songwriter. And um, so this is sort of a way to introduce that. And the way to introduce play, I have uh, this like phenomenal poster. Um, I I have a radio show and before the pandemic, I'd have guests on yeah. every week. So I had a photographer, Robert Wilson on. As soon as I found out that I got in uh, on the lottery, I told him about it and we got it in before the pandemic. So uh, that was awesome. Um, we got it going and, and um, yeah, I love the picture. Uh, I feel like a poster can really, it's like weird enough um, that people might, um, well, no, you'll definitely be drawn to it. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Burgundy is not for sale That was only a rumor Carried around on another pal Unraveling At the seams On these dangerous evenings As long as there's someone to listen To your reasoning You won't get hurt One bow and arrow is all it would take to kill you with love. 
sobbing ball of emotion calls it a night with one single shot. Stalemate saves itself a less. Sundials of the afternoon aren't in a hurry to go nowhere. Extend their profiles, shadow deep. All this future exists in the past. Volumes situate their meaning with a death that keeps repeating kisses up and down. Both sides. One bow and arrow is all it would take to kill you with love. That sobbing ball of emotion calls it a night with one single shot. Be sure to hum. For people who aren't familiar with your your the music side of what you do, how how would you sort of describe yourself as a as a songwriter as a musician? I am um, like a singer songwriter. Um, I guess it's along the folk um, line. Um, maybe a little indie. Maybe a little punk i don't know i just uh, i'm more lyrically lyrically driven because um i can't play my instrument very well um like guitar's good um but like i'd rather just sing in a band uh, yeah. instead of having to play I'd, I'd write the songs but like uh recently i've had uh songs interpreted by uh my friend snarky remarkable and he's gotten a whole bunch of uh people that he he knows to to layer music over it and uh yeah it's it's really great to hear <laughs> i can't even hear my guitar so um yeah and i say yeah um that aspect is great for me and this album like i'm releasing an ep along with it just uh with the tracks that i and uh that is just you just well, I told him to simplify it. So it's just me and the guitar, sort of what you'd hear if you went to the play. Yeah. Um, yeah, mistakes and all. Um, because I've heard that, you know, it's just a different day, new mistakes. So, <laughs> yeah, I try to keep that in my mind. It's like, yeah. Right. It's, uh, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I, I wouldn't do it if it wasn't fun oh so of course yeah 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 how do the songs like you know on the ep how do the songs work without having the theatrical part of it do, do, do they work as standalone pieces of music um that or i mean i assume they're just magnified and and helped and and strengthened by having the full fringe performance but you know as a, as just a listener to the music uh, do the songs work on their own or are they very clearly part of a larger piece or how, how does that work for audio in an audio sense i've been playing some of them since like 
2014, I think, like my earliest one was. Um, Yeah, I've just, I I wrote them a long time ago. And um, as things started to happen with coincidences and uh, yeah, just as life continued uh, with a play and it was just another element to make it a little bit more of my own and um, yeah, be able to present it in the way that I want. Yeah. I feel that it breaks up the piece nicely. I have, yeah. Cool. Visual cubes and stuff that do that as well. And um, yeah, it's just not me on a stage doing a monologue, which uh, would be intense. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so are these songs that will be like that have been and will be in your performance sets going forward? Like it's not necessarily just something that's strictly related to the, the fringe play. Oh, no. The, yeah. I play them all the time. <laughs> um, yeah. Like. I wrote this one song uh, called, uh, I won't say the whole title because it's a Charles Bukowski poem. Okay. Um, but like, um, that's one of my favorite ones to do right now, for sure. And uh, it just, uh, all of the elements of that um, to the point where uh, Peter Fonda passed away Um once it was written and um yeah he's one of the people that i mentioned in the play um any okay see it's too weird to talk about i did you just have to go see the play uh i could say it uh like the way i've written it um you know, though I like oh, yeah. that. I, I like that it's that it, it, it's there's, there's an air of mystery around it, right? It's it's it seems like you're having I trouble defining it, it, which is kind of cool. I mean, there's <laughs> there's a concept, and it's it's got obviously visual cues and 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 songs and and monologues, but the fact that you're having trouble sort of describing it, it almost <laughs> makes it sound more interesting. I think that like you know because the oh, concept is good. cool. The concept is cool with all <laughs> yeah. the you know people from beyond the grave, and then you got these songs and and yeah. So I mean, I, I kind of like the <laughs> whether it's intentional or not, the air of mystery that surrounds your description of it. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's the only way I could explain it. I'm not allowing myself to think about it until Wednesday, well maybe Sunday, but who am I kidding? Definitely. Sometimes you gotta confuse a few people by being yourself So the right ones will find you And you'll play for a while Then wish them well If there ever was a better time, it's now Hell is other people, so first take care of yourself Hell is other people, so first take care of yourself It's not that I tried so hard But it's not like I didn't No, I stay silent 
most times I really mean what I say Am I personally responsible For people who find me And don't care about my feelings How exhausting I don't want to begin There ever was a better time, it's now. Hell is other people, so first take care of yourself. Hell is other people, so first take care of yourself. I'm not living your best life I'm not even sorry I couldn't change if I wanted I've seen too much and have a taste for more I'm not trying to change anyone's mind Just putting it out there Because I had thoughts I had thought about That I thought you Never was a better time, it's now. Hell is other people, so first take care of yourself. If there ever was a better time, it's now. Hell is other people, so first take care of yourself. First take care of yourself. Take care of yourself, please. Take care of yourself. Are you regularly a fringe goer? Like, is this is the Fringe Festival a big part of what you do uh, in the summers, Winnipeg? Well, my first fringe play that I ever saw was Matt Tapscott at doing Hedwig and the Angry yeah, Inch, yeah. and uh, yeah, like I loved it so much, and uh, yeah, I, I was hooked from then. I started going by myself and getting the frequent fr- fringer pass, and uh, yeah, like. If you're into plays, uh, yeah, it'll save you a bit of money. And uh, everything's being done online as well. So there's not all of that line um, thing. Like you have to be there at a certain time or it sells out. Or like you can only buy, I think it was 50% of tickets or something like that online. So uh, I feel like it's a little bit more relaxed. Um, Yeah, I have a QR code like so that people can buy tickets. It's uh, That's cool. I I like that. I like waiting in line. Like I, I definitely have that feeling. Yeah. The times are a little different now. And if uh, people are safer by not doing that, that's fine too. Yeah. Um, that almost is part of the fringe experience, though. Is 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 when you hear of a show that's really yeah. good, you know you're gonna have to wait in line, and people are always getting there early, and there's there's it kind of adds to the buzz. But yeah, obviously during a pandemic, it makes sense to have a um, a safer way to do it. Yeah, no, it's a it's a good option for sure. Um, but yeah, I think I'll still have to stand in line. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's good. Um, Handle things. For sure, for sure. Is the, is the EP coming out um, after the run of shows, or what's the plan for the release of that? I have uh, set the release date for July 11th, um, and I was hoping to sort of have it on my Bandcamp. Like, it'll be released on Apple Music and, um, like, 
I don't know, I have this uh, distro kid thing. So they release it on all these uh, platforms. But I think I like Bandcamp the most. Yeah. I don't know. Whenever I'm looking for local bands, I usually hit up Bandcamp. Me too. Uh, and everyone's on there. Yeah. When are the actual and, shows uh, happening? The actual dates of the uh, <laughs> the Fringe show? That's probably important to get in there, right? Yeah, the dates are July 13th to 24th. And I start on uh, the 14th and I uh, end on the last day. I, Yeah. Eight shows um, all scattered around. So uh, it's it sh- one of them sure to fit your schedule, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Have you done this quantity of shows of any kind before? Like just such a tightly packed, you know, uh, amount of time with, with show after show after show? Uh, no. Like I usually, because uh, I help host a uh, open mic uh, on Mondays, Caravan Open Mic. Right, right, yeah. Stage. Yeah. Um, and we do that at the Cube. So it's two songs every week. Uh, and that's sort of something <laughs> to focus on. Yeah. Uh, and like yeah my radio show so i'm doing different things but i'm not doing like the same thing over and over i was a little worried about the repetition uh when i first started um yeah just having to do one thing so many times yeah. uh, in that way because like there's a time period so if you want to get everything in that you're going to say you have to stick to the stri- script and like um yeah so something that that's so alike the whole time. Like I like to switch things up. None of my set lists are ever the same. Um, yeah. Like, uh, so this is a new thing to do the same thing um, all over and over and over. But like, I mean, I'm getting used to it in practice, so I, I think it'll be fine. <laughs> it actually like, it's, it's weird to do the same thing over and over. Uh, like, yeah, uh, it sort of just it, it just flows yeah. after a while. So yeah, that's nice. Well, yeah, and I guess the, the more you do it too, the, the more honed it gets, and the more kind of you know the better you have a tighten to the timelines and all the songs are. It's like practice after practice after practice, but just in front of an audience on top of your your rehearsals you're doing already, right? Yeah, I've definitely added in like I've shortened it. So that just in case people react and I get thrown off, like I'd be able to get back on track because I don't do it in front of anyone. Like there's no one to do it in front of. So um, yeah, having an audience is going to be um, something I've, yeah, I'm singing's different. Um, but I guess like you can't really see the audience. So right. I feel, right. yeah, but they're not really laughing at my songs ever. And so that's what I've planned for. Like if anyone actually, uh, says something out loud while I'm playing um, or speaking, there, there's adjustment time. <laughs> cool. again, no, I'll never fall asleep. 
get tickets for this i know you said online is just off the fringe festival website do you have it on your social media or something like that yeah everything's linked to everything so i have a facebook um and twitter and um a web page and um all of those things are linked there and links to my music and stuff like that so it's just uh www.tenniskelm.com um so you can find everything there and uh for fringe performances for all of them yeah you just go to winnipegfringe.com you can find all of like they list uh all the days and then uh by time yeah so if there's anyone that you want to see it's pretty easy to find them yeah Um, yeah well i found yours on there too and they they have a pretty good uh synopsis well not really synopsis but a brief description and the one other thing i wanted to ask you about is it says one dollar from each admission is being collected for other women's problems yes well i get into it a bit um because yeah um i feel i couldn't do this play without uh giving something back to people that are uh that don't have it as easy as i do um yeah, like I, I do touch on uh, abortion and it's uh, going with this Roe versus Wade yeah. overturning and women's rights being sort of 
very like it's yeah timely. political platforms and and just uh like yeah you don't care about women anymore and i go into all of that um and so i was talking uh with some people and i think yeah probably uh the women's health clinic uh for sure i will get uh but yeah it, it's not necessary that you buy full admission i will have a uh giant container uh for any donations that anyone wants to make at the end and uh yeah i'm hoping to make uh life a little bit easier for someone that's going through a hard time awesome so yeah another reason to go check out the show yeah very cool <laughs> that'd be awesome cool. um but yeah um hopefully uh people look at uh things a different way uh if you're not looking at it the way i am in my dimension right so yeah <laughs> cool meteorologist fib the weather a few years at a time Calculated through statistical data Just a few degrees off the median line They don't know much more than you They're just using inductive reasoning You could too for further proof Don't look too far for evidence If you want to know the weatherman Wishing well and the double rainbow have an answer for you It says very little and means what you want It could go either way, it's true It's not fake news If you're the one creating it It's just your truth go about explaining it if you want to know the weatherman step outside if you can think it you can believe it if you can believe it you can have it if they let you and they shouldn't it's probably better when they don't when you close your eyes and nothing exists it's just you If you wanna 